Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Live from Jake and Joe's in Waltham, this is the Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light. For the next hour, we'll have special guests and you can get caught up on Eagles football. The Boston College Football Show is presented by Bud Light, famous among friends. Also sponsored by Bletzer and Bletzer PC, developing long-standing relationships with the clients we serve since 1959. McGovern Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, driven by you. And by Village Bank, your village your bank. Now it's time to talk BC football with the head coach Steve Adazio. Here's the voice of the Eagles, John Meter Perel. Hi, once again, everybody. Welcome to the BC football show. October 27th was a special night at the Heights. It was the Red Bandana game, and BC dominated Florida State 35 to 3. Eagles, they, they were dominant in all three phases. The game really was never in doubt and a testament to how prepared BC was for that matchup. A bye week. It is over. It's now in the books. And Coach Adazio, welcome back to Jake and Joe. Did you miss us last week? I did. I actually thought we were up and ready to roll Monday, and then I heard we weren't. Uh I was bummed out. Well, you you, you could have texted me. Hey, Meet, are we on? I know. I should have. (laughs) Except I don't have your cell phone number. You don't? No. I got yours. I was wondering why you guys didn't show well, you were, well, of course, you were here to just suck down some more yeah, wings. A couple of wings. Why not? <laughs> Absolutely. Why health, not? Health food. But great to see you. I know there's a lot to talk about tonight. We've got a special show, as always, here on Monday night with the BC Football Show. But, you know, when I talk about domination, Coach, I think Pete and I looked at each other at halftime and said, man, this thing's in the bag. Upon further review, was it as dominant as it looked? I mean, we played pretty well in that game, you know, and, and – you know, I think we spent most of the second half, certainly the last quarter, just trying to run the clock down. Um, I thought we played physical. I thought we uh, created opportunities. I thought we threw the ball, ran the ball. I thought on defense we played really strong. I thought we did some good things, you know. Our MO right now is playing good team football. Hopefully we can hang on to that as we move into the, uh, playing NC State this week, you know. And right now we're like number two and fewest penalties in the country and, you know, uh, top five or six and sacks given up. So we're playing good. We're, we're taking the ball away. We're not giving the ball up. And uh, we're, we're more balanced. We're making plays in the run and the throw game. So I think, you know, hopefully we can hang on to that. We're playing a really talented team in North Carolina State that's really uh, playing their best ball. And uh, they're very explosive, very strong on defense. So it'll be a real challenge. It's been a confluence of events for the offense confidence everybody seems to be very cohesive right now Uh, the apex of the offense is coming through the last three weeks with anthony brown and ben patrullo the center and aj dillon the tailback so it looks like down the middle you guys are stronger than ever well we're strong and we have a great future down the middle as you would say but you know they're still they were freshmen four weeks ago and they're still freshmen and so you know but they're getting better and they're getting more confident they're getting more experienced but you know, my experience with my experience with this is that sometimes this, uh, you, you know, it can raise its head, you know, and uh, 
So, you know, you're just grateful for the fact that right now um, our guys are playing really well, and hopefully we can keep this level of consistency. Um, the good news is we've done it against good people. It's not like all of a sudden we're going to play a good team and that's going to be panic because it's not, but, but we are playing a good team, and they'll really test us, um, you know, in your ability to, to move the ball. Now you go back to that game against Florida State. There was a stretch there in the third, fourth quarter where you ran the ball 28 times you, and you passed the ball four. Yeah. Now, and, and, but if you look at that, you say, well, Boston College is back to their old, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust no. offense. No. It isn't, that isn't the case. No. It's a very different approach. No. That was, that's called go win the football game. I mean, what do you want to do? You want to start chucking around and give them a chance with a good secondary to pick you off and hit six? And put, I mean, that's stupid. That doesn't even make any sense. I mean, you know, we had that game put away. The only way you could even come close to losing that game was to start turning the ball over and not taking time off the clock. Um, we had a chance to have a special night and, 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 you know, beat a team that is loaded with talent, and that's what we were going to do. We weren't going to let anything get away from that. And... Uh, you know, that, that's, but no, we're going to open this game up and play the same way we played the last few weeks, wide open. And for us, I mean, you know, wide open for us isn't wide open for everybody, but I mean, you know, we're going to be balanced and go for it on fourth down and do the things that we're going to do. That's, that's, that's what we are right now. So no, you, you know. came into this, this bye week, uh, kicking and screaming because you, you probably would have liked it sooner in the year, but when, when it fell, it was an opportunity for you to do a number of things. You, you kind of gave us a little bit of a laundry list a couple of weeks ago. You know, you're going to rest. Uh, you're going to celebrate a little bit, you know, where you are, kind of where the, how the season has begun to uh, evolve. Uh, and then we know we're going to self-scout. Uh, uh, we're going to tweak. And now, so what did you learn in the self-scouting world without, you know, telling us all the trade yeah. secrets here? I, mean, I think – what we kind of learned is is really for us in our no huddle how we want to go about attacking the defense and i think we also learned what we really do well and what we don't do as well as maybe we think we do and who does what well um i think we learned that i think we needed to get some rest we got the rest i think gave us some time to do a couple of different wrinkles that maybe we can work on here going down the home stretch that we were kind of hesitant to do um you know all those all those types of things and uh hopefully you know we don't lose our, our rhythm our, you know our momentum um but we had a great practice today we looked fast we looked explosive that was good because we were starting to look a little tired and uh hopefully you know we'll have another good day tomorrow and then we'll be able to tone it back a little bit and maybe we can be the most fresh team on the field i don't know you know you never know you know you, you get on the field and it's all about making plays, you know, and, you know, and creating momentum. So hopefully we'll be able to do that. And you mentioned earlier today in your press conference, this is a weird type of year and for everybody in college football. It's always a jump ball, it seems, week in and week out. We saw that on many levels during games this week. But also it's weird because you say week nine, it could be difficult for teams to kind of regain their focus. There's a lot of things down the road. Some young players might be looking at maybe they're not as focused as they should be. How do you avoid that? Well, I mean, that's the, that's the $60 million question, right? You see teams, um, you know, last week, I mean, I think a lot of teams get towards the end and they start saying, okay, oh, you know, we're going to be in the Big Ten or the big ACC or the whatever championship game. We can be in the, 
Um, what about the college playoffs? What about this? What about that? What about um, being all conference? What about, you know, for us, I think we were at our best and we were just worried about finding a way to win a football game. And I told our team that. I said, let's not lose that identity, you know, and, uh, yep. and let's just keep just worried about just Saturday and how do we have a great day today so we can sure a better day on Saturday. And, and, and you know, we're the same. I won't tell you exactly what I said, but we're the same group we were three weeks ago and kind of like it like that, you know, same group of coaches, same group of players. And so hopefully we can maintain that type of mindset. I don't think we're real concerned about anything else, you know. Good. And I hope I hope that's accurate. Um, you never know what's in people's minds, but that's our message. Take us inside the locker room after the game. Uh, the, the Crowder family was there. Must have been a very emotional moment for you. Pete and I had him on at halftime. It's always great to talk to them. They're such an inspirational family anyway. What did you say to the team as you presented the game ball to the Crowders? You know, uh, just how honored we were to represent their family in this football game on behalf of our university and everything that Wells stands for. And, uh, you know, the beautiful thing about coaching at Boston College is you ground these kids and they totally grasp everything about the Red Bandana game. And so when you're standing there, these our guys are captivated, yeah. you know, and there's tears in their eyes, and they're listening to the parents to, uh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Crowther get up and talk about their son and what his experience meant at Boston College, and it's moving. It is. And uh, it just makes you feel really grateful that you have an opportunity to be a part of that whole thing and uh, to be able to do that, and it was special. And you guys capped it off with a special night. It seems like that night, Pete, everybody's rallying around it now. The Red Bandana game has taken on a life of its own. Well, it has. We asked them about it. Uh, you know, do you, did they collaborate with you or the school on which game it's going to be? Because it always seems to be a big game. You know, so and that certainly was the case the other night. And they, they were just, uh, they love being part of it. You know, yeah. and they're, they're just, uh, they are as inspirational you know, and, and just being uh, what they're doing with his memory. You know, it's just and the way they, as you said, the university really gets their arm around it. It's quite a, quite a phenomenon. It's it's nice to be part of it and it really taking is. a tragic situation and making it into a positive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an unbelievable deal. And um, you know, we watched with the team the the, the latest documentary uh, in two parts um, the night before and the morning of, and our kids are captivated by it. They really are. They really res- have great respect and. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Looking at NC State as we turn the corner now, well documented. They're very talented. Number 24 in the coaches' poll. Watched their game against Clemson. That was nip and tuck. Could have won the game. Uh, but what are your main challenges when you look at the Wolfpack? Well, I think they're explosive on offense. I mean, the quarterback's playing at a high level. They're, they're, they're running backs slash receivers. Their receivers are dynamic guys, so they're very explosive. On defense, they're very difficult to run the ball against. I mean, they were in the top 10. Now they're like 30th in run defense, and it's just hard to run the football against them. So, um, you know, I think, uh, um, and they're playing with, you know, real confidence. And they're an older team, you know, especially like, you know, defense, they have a lot of veteran guys out there. So, you know, they've done a good job with their program. They're an older team. This is kind of their time. And uh, I think they have a lot of confidence. And they have ability, yeah. and their quarterback is playing. So, 
It's going to be a really tough challenge. I mean, we knew that. We knew that this was one of those games that was going to be really rough. I thank God that we have them at home. Well, you looked at the, what you went through playing early against tough opponents, and what it translated to is when you get out of kind of that, that cycle, you found yourself being in a position where you can actually dominate opponents, especially in a line of scrimmage. They're coming out of that same cycle that you had. Now you're going to go and you're going to match up against these guys. I think this sets up to be quite a battle up front for both both your offense and defensive line and their offense and defensive line. Yeah, we're going to have to win that battle. I mean, you know, that's the trench battle is going to have to be won by us, and uh, it's hard to do. You know, um, I'm hoping that a little bit of freshness will help us. Um, you know, I hope it's really cold. And, uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be 40. Yeah, yeah that's nice. cold for them. It is. Yeah. Don't and bring the heated I, seats like Florida yeah, State. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know about that. But, but uh, you know, they're well-prepared, well-coached, good, tough football team. And, and, and you know, they're where they're ranked for, the, for good reason. And uh, so we'll, it'll, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be quite a battle. We're going to have to make some plays. We're going to have to put pressure on them, you know, in the perimeter and in, in the back end. We, you know, we're not to think that you're going to sit there and just beat them running the football, it's not going to happen. Well, you look at the way that your season unfolded, and you kept talking about it. You got eight or ten or twelve plays a game that makes a difference yeah. in the outcome, and you don't know which one it's going to be. So you got to play every down. You weren't making them early against the good opponents. You started making them, and what a difference! And eight or ten or twelve turned into fifteen, eighteen, twenty plays. And I, the, the thing that strikes me, you're looking over, and we had a little time off too, so you're looking back. The, explo- the, the introduction of the explosive play in your offense, which was hard to find in the past, it's not hard to find now. Well, I think the quarterback's a big part of that, you know, and uh, I think um, he's playing really well, and, and, and we've got guys that can make these plays, you know, and the line's playing better, and, you know, so, you know, and the, getting some confidence, you know, and, and that's critical. Even in that game, you know, we, we dropped an early touchdown pass, but came right back, and... You know, so I just think the way we've come out has been really positive, but we're going to have to learn how to do it, whether we come out fast or not. Um, but we have some weapons, and, 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 and that's important, you know. So. Well, you have ACC speed, as you've said, for the last three or four years. We need ACC caliber yeah. speed, and you have it. Yeah, we, we have some speed. Yep, we do. <laughs> that's, and you've yeah. got a tailback who breaks tackles like Uzero Campbell. Pete is very didn't familiar break, with. Didn't break my tackles. No, didn't break yours. <laughs> you he shut him down. Wrapped and pinned. That's it, baby. 104 yards. Roll after, tackle. 104 yards after contact uh, against Florida State, according to uh, Football Fo- Focus, one of the websites. Why is he such an elite back now? Well, I mean, you're talking about a guy that's 240 pounds and huge lower body explosiveness with coupled with great speed i mean honestly i mean and we can keep him kind of fresh john hillman's playing at a high level and and uh you know travis is playing at a high level and so we stay pretty fresh in the backfield those guys are all a little different too you know they all are a little different style and that's a good thing so but uh and he's getting aj's getting more comfortable you know um, he looks like he's just possessed every time he gets the ball. Yeah. He's gaining six or seven yards. He's 78 yards away from becoming BC's all-time leading freshman rusher. Monta Harris, a guy you know, yeah. holds the record. That's pretty select company. 
Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's going to have a, you know, God willing, stays healthy. He's going to have one heck of a career here. He really is. Yeah. An elite recruit, a transformational recruit, you called it back yeah. on February 1st. Yeah, uh, you know, I was just thinking, I'm about 240. I'm, I'm built a little bit like AJ, you think? Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep drinking that palm water, dude. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking in the mirror and saying you look like AJ right now with his hey. physique and hey. his legs, then I, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, know? you what, I'm, I'm missing something here. But no, hey, no, no, seriously, you look great. You it's look like a, really it's good. Like a block of oh, you're so sincere. <laughs> I mean, ripped, twisted yeah. steel. I don't think so. No, no. He, you know what the facts are, though. He, he in your day, oh yeah. Well, that's twisted that, that, steel. That was then yes. tempered. Tempered I'm still steel doesn't to, to watch some film from you, Stone. It doesn't have camp. any. They don't have any film. Crone's the only guy who was at All American at this place. They only have one photo of him. Really? There was a fire somewhere, apparently. No. So that's what they one, told me. They have one, one photo. Picture. I'm going to look. Prolific, prolific athlete, one of the greatest. Just ask me. But the. Uh... <laughs> well, the facts of the matter: you were a great player. Well. Listen, those it, are the facts. It's the it, that was then, and this is now, and we're talking about some of your guys. They are elevating. And speaking of that, we got a guy that I know you like to watch play a lot, Ty Schwab. He's going to drop by, and another guy who's really emerged this year, Thad Smith. There'll be guests coming up here on the BC Football Show from uh, yeah, Jake I and Joe's. Over there, hanging out with one Reggie Terry. That's there good. you go. They're all here at Jake and Joe's and Waltham. We're back with more after this with the coach. Snapping between the hash marks towards the Beacon Street end zone. Brown looking right. Fires. Caught to the five. Tommy Sweeney. Pile drive. End zone. Touchdown. Boston College. Tommy Sweeney is the eagle in the end zone. What a play by the 6'5 junior tight end. Welcome back to the Boston College Football Show. Presented by Bud Light. To talk more X's and O's with Coach Adazio, here again, John Meter Farrell. It was a fabulous night at the Heights for BC and their 35-3 win over Florida State. Coming up on Saturday at noon, 11.30 on the BC IMG Sports Network, it's the 24th-ranked Wolfpack of NC State. They are already bowl eligible at 6-3, 4-1 in conference. Heard the Tommy Sweeney highlight. I thought he bounced back very nicely. Coach has become a big focal point of the offense the last three weeks. What did you tell him after he dropped the touchdown pass? Or do you say anything to him? No, nah, not a thing. I mean, you know, Tom has made a bunch of plays, and he's going to continue to make a bunch of plays. We've got to roll on to the next play and go make it again. I mean, that's it. Don't don't hang on all that, you know. So he's doing great, playing great, you know, learning how to really get his foot in the ground and get vertical and run through contact and all those things. So, all, you know, he's really developing into a good player. And you yeah. have an arsenal of tight ends, too. Ray Martin and Adrizi. Those guys can block. Yeah. Chris, Chris Garrison's Chris playing Garrison. great. Chris yeah. Garrison. Yeah. Career high in catches. Those, all those guys. It's a, it's a multi-talented tight end core. Well, we play with two of them on every snap. We're a 12 team, so we can give a lot of different looks. And those guys are versatile. You know, they can play on the line, extended, whatever. So it's good. Well, you made a great comment earlier in the season. You said when you arrived here, it was Alex Amadon, and it was Alex Amadon. <laughs> now it's wow. You get a, quite a cast of, of receivers. Yeah, we we you know. We have a group of receivers and tight ends that uh, are catching the ball better, that can make plays and throw game, and uh, and we have some young guys that are yet to even, you know, I mean, we got Mike Walker, Jeff Smith is 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 in, in, in um, Ben Glines, and then you know we got C.J. Lewis and and uh, Noah Jordan Williams that you haven't really seen a lot, and I think those guys are completely going to be uh, dominant guys. So that that's. 
you know, and you got quarterbacks that can get the ball to him. So that, that's really it's a pretty good combo. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you really and, you, and Anthony really spreads it around. I mean, and you, that's part of its game planning, uh, you know, and, and, and calling the game. But I think you, you're, you've, you're giving defensive coordinators fits trying to figure out who to cover. I mean, you look at the look at you know Thad Smith's going to be with us here, and Thad is a uh, guy that uh, he's really one of the faster guys in the conference. He's got tremendous speed, and he's uh, brought in this whole jet sweep game for us. You know, he and Jeff Smith, and the two of them are really dynamic on the edge with that. So, like all of a sudden, you know, you, those defenses see those sweeps, and you know, all of a sudden you're handing the ball to the tailback or you're handing the ball in the sweep. So, that component has been really, really good, and Thad's playing his best ball uh, of his career. And one thing's for sure, the offense is going to have to be outstanding again this week because you have, as you've mentioned many times, a vaunted defensive line led by Bradley Chubb, who should be a top-10 NFL pick. Uh, he's just a disruptor. He's a game wrecker. Uh, he's one of the best defensive ends in the country. How do you silence him? Or do you silence him? Well, I mean, you got to have a plan for him, you know, in protection. Uh, how you go about handling him if you think you just say well, we're just gonna do what we do then you're making a mistake So he's a dominant player. You got to account for him where he is and what the matchup is with him Whether it be in pass protection or in the run game. He is uh, a heck of a player um, I saw one clip of him Take the left tackle from T Clemson who I think is a really good football player He went speed to power on him with one hand got him lifted him off his feet and I said to myself, oh, boy, I mean, and that guy is is something special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's reminiscent of a guy we've seen at BC, Harold Landry. Uh, Landry's been banged up. Do you know his status as of today? And we're, what are we looking down the road? Well, I think it's a day-to-day -day thing. You know, we'll have to see how the week progresses here. Um, um, you know, our, our hope is to get Harold back as soon as we can and get him going. So... Hopefully the rest will help the week off, and then we'll have to play it by ear and see where we're at. But even in that Harold's absence, if you <clears throat> mentioned that early in the season, you'd scratch your head and go, oh, my. But your defensive line play has been outstanding. Yeah, Zach Allen's playing at a high, high level. Um, Wyatt Ray's playing at a high level. Noah Merritt, Ray Smith, our linebackers. You know, Ty Schwab is here. And these guys are playing at a high level. And it's kind of next man up. Let's roll. John Lamont's playing great football right now, too. So... I think, you know, there's not much you can do about this stuff. You know, guys get hurt, and, and you just got to keep rolling forward. And we just feel like, you know, it all happened to us so early and all at once, but we kind of overcame it a little bit and don't really think about it that much right now. Well, like Cal came at once and then compounded by the iron of your schedule, mm -hmm. and you, you, got, you grew up quick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we stumbled a little bit, but we didn't go down, you know, and uh, – that's a credit to our kids. And, and, you know, what we've developed now is depth for the future. And, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of guys that were put in roles now that, you know, you can really see what kind of level play they're going to be. It's, it's the really second good. toughest schedule in the country by percentage. Yeah. Power of five. Penn State's number one. You're number two. Yeah. That's something you've been preaching all year. There's been no let up. No, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't think – the college football world pays enough attention to who you play. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 which is a, like a double-edged sword, right? People say, oh, you got to play all these teams. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, people really know what your win-loss column is. Yep. So it works both ways, you know. But uh, because when you play a really, really tough schedule, everybody says, oh, I play a tough schedule. Yeah, but, and here, you know. You didn't win, so tough. Right. And they see all these teams, they're like, well, who do they play? 
I mean, I, I watched that a little bit earlier in the year when we were, we were some of the teams we played. I said, well, who have they played? I mean, you know, and, and it matters. It matters in a huge way, just like conferences. Oh, you know, I won't even mention them, but, you know, some of the other conferences out there that they don't play defense. We so these offenses are prolific but because they don't play against good defenses. I mean, if you play against defense, a good defense, you're not so prolific. And so I think it matters who you play. It matters what conference you're in. And all those things matter. Sure. And uh, we're, we happen to be playing in the best conference of college football right now, and we happen to be playing. I mean, look at our conference right now. The bottom of our conference is playing as up as they've ever played, I right. mean, in, in most cases. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a really tough conference. People are now saying, well, you know, Florida State. Yeah. Well, I was on that field with Florida State, okay? That defense was the same Florida State defense. There's nothing wrong with that defense now. And on offense, they lost their starting quarterback. That's really the, the moral of the story, and they're playing with a young guy. And it just goes to show you that no one's immune to not having their quarterback, uh, including Clemson, by the way. We saw that too, right? Yes, so, um, But who you play matters. We're playing tough teams right now, and we're going to continue right now. Here comes another one, okay? This is a top 25 team, and if they weren't playing the schedule they're playing, they'd probably be ranked higher. <laughs> well, we, uh, we made the observation through this the first two-thirds of the season, you're really battle-tested. This is a – it would work to your advantage, and the place we saw it really manifest was in Virginia, where Virginia came in as a as – a, as advertised, a high-profile offense, good defense, good record. Question mark: Who would they beaten? And uh, it was it was a it was a dominant performance on your now, part. And now they turn around and go out and beat George Tech. <laughs> I Go mean, figure. Well, I mean, I guess it tells you the strength of yeah, conference of the conference. Yep. And even on on a, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just I I, I get you know. It sounds like you have an agenda when you make those comments. I really don't. I'm a college football fan too, right? Well, I so can, I, I mean, you, you can't say it, but I can. I watched the Oklahoma Oklahoma State game. It's 62-52. Very entertaining. We're talking ghosting on defense. It was like an arena football game. Yeah. Well, it's a pinball game. There's no defense. Great. God, God love Baker Mayfield. They rolled up 785 yards. Great for his Heisman. T- well, tally, it's, it's but, you know it's exciting to watch too and all that. But again. Yeah. Well, you, it's yeah, a little different. Yeah, and your focus is next. Who's That's next? It. And right now, I know what the challenge is in front of us right now, and it's great. And uh, so we got to play great. Simple as that. And um, we got to we got to play good team football. We've got to really, I, I, you know, I, I like we're playing really good in, in special teams right now, but I'd like to see a couple game breakers in special teams, and uh, we're we're about due for something. And, uh, you know, offensively, um, i like to see us strike the ball down the field. And, 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 of course, defensively, I think just keep working on getting those takeaways, you know. Well, the good news is you have Mike Walker, who has, leads the nation in combined return yards. Yeah. 912. And we are so close to breaking a kickoff return, it's not even funny right now. One block. Yeah. One blo- I yeah, see it block. every week. Oh, if you throw that block. It's close. It's close. Maybe this is the week. BCNC State coming up Saturday at noon. Much more to come on the BC Football Show from Jake and Joe's and Waltham. A couple special guests, BC players Ty Schwab and Thad Smith after this. Third and one from the two. Brown under center. 
Facing the Beacon Street end zone. They give to Dillon straight ahead. Dillon fighting for the end zone. Touchdown, Boston College. A.J. Dillon, take a bow. The Boston College Football Show presented by Bud Light continues. Here again, John Meter Perel. And welcome back to Jake and Joe's and Waltham on the BC Football Show. Great to have you with us. A reminder, we have BC and NC State at noon on the BC IMG Sports Network and two instrumental players in that one. They've been instrumental all year. Linebacker Ty Schwab and receiver Thad Smith. Good to see you guys. Thanks for dropping by. Yeah, thank you for having us. You know, it's not often Pete and I are surrounded by players. By greatness. By greatness, exactly. Yes. yes. By greatness. And these guys, Pete, have had an impact. And it seems like every game, Thad, I'm going to start with you. You're the third leading rusher on the team. You're a receiver by trade, but do you feel like a running back now? Well, that's what they say sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, not really. Uh, I had a nice role uh, with the jet sweeps. And uh, this whole year it's been working, so... If you want to call me a running back, you can call me a running back. I consider myself an athlete, though. I'd call you a playmaker. <laughs> playmaker. 76-yard burst a couple weeks ago. You get the ball in your hands, and you're a jet. Has speed always been something you pride yourself on? Yeah. Ever since I was younger, uh, my mom introduced me to track, so I feel as though uh, track helped me along the way. And what about the toughness element, though? When, when, where did that come from? Just being raised by a single-parent mother, I feel as though that played a big role in just the way I grew up. And, Ty, you have that. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Playing linebacker. And we love it because you've gotten better every year. Yeah. That's a testament to you and a testament to the coaching staff as well. What have you done to get to this point? Uh, working hard. I uh, pride myself on working hard and uh, doing it the right way. And uh, my family, like that said, all raised me to work hard and be a, be a leader and lead by example and give it everything I got with whatever I do. So, um, yeah, football is my passion, and I give it everything I got, and it's, it's what I love doing. You've had an interesting uh, emergence. <clears throat> you come into the season, you know, you, you get really strong at that linebacker position. All of a sudden, a couple of injuries, and, you know, you, you're thrust into a leadership role. Whether you aspire to that or not, you're the man. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so I... I uh, always thought I was a leader and the man. That's been my mindset. And, uh, yeah, a couple of guys go down, and it uh, sucks to see that. But it's, we have the next man up mentality. And uh, when they went down, I, I stayed up, and um, a lot of guys did step up. And we just continued to work hard and uh, work the game plan that the coaches gave us. And uh, personally, I'm excited with one plan. I just got to keep playing better and better every week. Well, I was over at practice. I tried to get over there on Thursdays, and I noticed the linebackers. There's only five of you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Coach Reed was giving me the eye. I said, Coach, no more. I, I'm done, man. Oh, yeah, you I'm want done. to play again. I'm, I, you turned the coach. I'm, I'm built like AJ. <laughs> you are. I can see no, that. No, we weigh the same. <laughs> In his dreams. That's the end of that, man. That's the end of that. <laughs> now, now, what do you say? Uh, twisted iron? Twisted steel. Twisted steel. <laughs> yeah, twisted was the operative word. I like word. that one. I'm going to bring that back. Now, uh, Thad, your thing is uh, speed. We don't have the benefit of being on the sidelines, but if people who are on the sidelines, you get that ability to change gears. When you get the ball, you see defensive players take their, they get their angle, their pursuit angle, they make a commitment, look how fast this guy's running, I gotta get to that spot. And what we've noticed for the course of the season is they're always picking the wrong spot. Yeah. And that is, do you, do you have a burst or do you change, or are you all out as soon as you get the ball and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's 100%. Now, I'm a full-speed player every time I touch the ball. Um, 
I feel as though if I see a hole, I'm going to hit it. And if I got the edge, I'm going to hit it. And I feel as though when I'm on that field, I'm the fastest guy out there. That's my mindset. Well, we've seen that you run away from people. We were talking about it earlier that, you know, Coach Adagio, it was, when he came here, was emphasizing recruiting ACC speed. Yeah. Uh, it seems that Boston College has got some representation in that category. That's true. We got a lot of other fast guys. So you're not the fastest guy. There's like four or five guys faster than you on the team. No, I'm the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I'm the huh? fastest. Okay, just checking. Just checking. I just wanted to make sure. That's Who wins all. the race? You or Dylan? Me. Hands down. Hands down. In a forty. In the 40s, me. All right. I love it. I love the confidence. I love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Very good. That will serve you well, no doubt about that. As far as coaching goes at BC, you guys have a terrific staff. What have you learned in your four years at BC from when you started to the point you're at now? Uh, I would say just uh, patience. You know, when things aren't going well, just stay the course and be patient, you know. And those coaches – always um, stress that your teammates are there for you and the coaches are there for you also. So I, f- I feel as though just having that family-oriented and uh, everything, you know, just having people who support you when things aren't going well. And, and Ty, even when Steve Adazio is in a bad mood? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we have, They've taught us so much to stick together and family. and So we, we've always been uh, a tight group, and we've been growing every year since Coach Adazio came into this program, and he preaches family and um, – yeah, that's the biggest thing for me that I've taken so far from this experience is uh, family and stay together and steady in the boat and uh, yeah, work together, stay together, and love each other. We're gonna have These are going to be the best friends we're ever going to have for the rest of our life. I'm looking at <clears throat> what you're up against uh, on a week-over-week basis with the complex offenses you match up against. And you have, you've got great personnel, you've got formations, you've got scheme. I mean, they're trying to create mismatches. How much uh, uh, emphasis, obviously, and a lot of it, but what percentage of your preparation is intellectual, getting ready with your head? Um, A lot of it, yeah. There's a lot of preparation that goes into this, but like in the film room. But my biggest thing is uh, on the practice field. I really do believe you practice how you play. And um, this year we've been practicing how how we play. And um, it shows in the game film and it shows in the practice film they're – compatible they look the same and um so uh in the film room it definitely helps but i'd say on the practice field going up against these guys and making it feel like a game situation is what's really helping us right now and uh we're practicing hard and we're playing hard yeah coach Gallup has a famous phrase perfect practice makes perfect play i think i have that tattooed in the back of my head but but he's absolutely right i mean that's what that's what it comes down to is that preparation on many levels, and now from a uh, Thad, from your standpoint, uh, what kind of a mental or intellectual preparation do you have to go through on a week-over-week basis? I feel as though just our offense, the scheme, uh, we put in new plays like every week. So just staying on top of my playbook and reading the defensive coverages with the guys uh, in the back end, front end sometimes. So pretty much just. So a lot of people don't understand that when you get to the line of scrimmage, you have to look at the defense like a quarterback would and identify, is it man, is it zone, is it quarters, is it, you know, single? or this, I mean, there's so Correct. many different yeah, – and you're, that dictates the, the route you're going to run? Yeah, because uh, if defense gives us a certain coverage and coach doesn't like it, we can check the play so, to put us in the right play in order to be successful. There's a lot of moving parts, but I'm sure it's going to be bittersweet for you guys on Saturday. It's senior day. Yeah. 
your final game at Chestnut Hill, even though you're playing down the road at Fenway the next week. But what's that going to be like? What, what emotions do you feel like you'll be feeling? It's going to be fun. You know, just going out there one last time on the alumni field, just giving it your all with your boys, you know. So I'm going to have fun with it for sure. I'm sure you will. Nothing to lose, right, Ty? Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, last game on alumni field with all my boys who I came in with. And uh, we're going to lay it all out there, and we're going to give it everything we got like we always do. And uh, it's going to be a fun game, and it's going to be a tight war. And uh, I'm excited. My family is excited. I'm excited to walk there, walk out onto that football field with my mom and my dad. I love them, and uh, it's going to be awesome doing that together and then going again uh, a win. Do you guys still feel like, because I know Pete and I, because we're in the media, we read it, we hear it. I heard it today from some reporters down in North Carolina kind of joking about how BC's own NC State the last couple of years, including last year. Do you feel like you're a little disrespected? I mean, <laughs> you got to take those things as, uh, as they are. Um, disrespect you got to look at it before you go into every game that no team dis or every team uh, doesn't respect you it should make you want to play more violent and angry and it gives you a little like a little boost so i mean i i go into every game thinking this team doesn't respect me and they're, they want to come take my lunch money as coach reed would say and uh yeah they want to come on my property when my family's home stuff like that so if uh yeah that's that's how i look at it they they, they, they want to disrespect us and we'll take it that way you feel that way to tooth that in, the, in, in some sense, yeah. I feel as though we don't get the respect that we deserve, but I feel as though our play has been shown that we should get that respect. But, hey, it's all it's, it's only what we care about and what, what really matters, you know. And the people in our team got our backs, and the coaches got our backs, so that's all that matters. And, Pete, you know what senior day was like for you, but these guys are going to be graduating. They're certainly going to be missed not only on the field but off the field from a leadership perspective. I know you got three left in a bowl game left as well, but – have you guys thought about life after BC? That? Well, I have another semester, and then I'm graduating. And then hopefully if um, if it comes, then I'm going to go try out for the league. So we'll see. Excellent. He's got NFL speed. Yeah. Yep. Can't coach that. I'm testimonial. <laughs> this guy played eight years in the league, and you were much faster. Yeah, so I plan to graduate in December, and then um, – I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to go and train, and um, hopefully everything works out with the NFL. And if it doesn't, uh, I definitely want to coach. So that's what, I'll, that's, that's my, uh, what I'm going to go through. Well, whatever you guys do, you'll, you'll be a success. And Thank we you. really appreciate Thank you dropping by. Best of luck on senior day Thank against you. NC State. Go get them. Thank, Thank you. you. Congratulations so far. Thad Smith and Ty Schwab, two stars of the BC football team. Coming back, we'll hear from the coach, Steve Adazio, from Jake and Joe's on the BC football show. Unloads it, caught, and Ryan Izzo then drops the ball. It's taken away. Intercepted, they say, by Ty Schwab. Ty Schwab cut in front of Ryan Izzo for the interception. Welcome back to the Boston College Football Show, presented by Bud Light. To talk more X's and O's with Coach Adazio, here again, John Meter Perel. Fun to speak with Ty Schwab and Thad Smith, two linchpin Eagles, as the Eagles prepare for NC State on Saturday afternoon at the Heights. Ty Schwab, Coach Pete and I were remarking how he's a rock, first of all, but he's gotten better every year. And I'm sure as a coaching staff, that makes you guys very proud. Yeah, Ty's playing his absolute best football right now, and he's uh, all over the field. Uh, he's a leader on the defense, and uh, he's tough and physical, and uh, it's, it's fun to watch him play. When he hits you, you're definitely going to feel it. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hard-hitting guy now. I mean, he brings it. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And Thad Smith, too, he, you know, soft-spoken, but his speed, as he says, he's by far the fastest guy on the team. Yeah, he's fast, and, and, and Thad, he's, Thad is very physical, and uh, he's playing his best ball of his career. What a weapon, too, on the jet sweeps. It's something we've seen, we saw yeah. it a lot your first year yeah. with Sherm Alston, but, and you've had it in the last couple of years as well, but now it's become more of a focal point. Why are you doing that now? If he turns the corner. It's 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 real stress on the defense, you know. Yeah, on the you know, perimeter. Yeah, you know, we've also noticed that it forces defenses. They want to load everybody in the box and take out of your running game. Forces them to play sideline to sideline. Thin it out inside. There aren't as many trees, and you get your inside running game going. You can see that you can actually watch those defenses get off balance because of it. Yeah. Well, what happens is, you know, the linebackers, if, if you either want to take the jet sweep away with the linebackers or the back end, if you take it with the back end, they start rock and rolling the coverage to the jet sweeps, and then all of a sudden there's some great play action opportunities. So, it just makes them play the whole field, and and, and, and you know, it's something that we feel like you know has, has been pretty good for us. Anthony Brown has been the picture of efficiency during the last three weeks. Banged up a little bit with a shoulder issue. How's he doing? And is he ready to rock and roll? Yeah, he's practicing really well, throwing the ball really well. I think he's, you know, the rest, there's a guy that the rest helped a lot. Yeah, and he's he's just become, it looks like there's a confidence there about him now, yeah. right? Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, he's willing to go take the ball and beat people with his legs a little bit too. And I think as his shoulder feels better, he'll do more and more of that, you know. We noticed that teams were not, you weren't a quote-unquote quarterback run offense. You've had success with it. Now teams need to prepare for it. Yeah. Is it going to be going to continue to be be a, a growing part of the offense? You know, we're getting towards the end of the season. I'd like it to grow, and uh, it will grow. And uh, a lot of that is hinged upon how he his health. You know, and uh, so, and I want to be careful with that too. You know, yeah. but cause, but he can run the ball. Oh no question. He's he's got some athleticism and he's strong. But, I mean, we're trying to develop the throw game and, and, and you know, I, take enough shots. Where's your a quarterback out throwing the right. football? It's like right now you're kind of sitting there saying, okay, we want to give it to these backs, right? Mm-hmm. We want to throw the ball a little bit. We want to stretch the perimeter in the jet game. We'll have a couple of quarterback runs. But we're not going to go crazy right now with the quarterback runs. You know, but that's something that whether it be this week, next week, three weeks, I think that'll only increase. And the the other thought we're not talk, we're going to talk about it now is we were not aware coming into the season how elusive he is in the pocket. Yeah, he really buys a lot of time back there. He, I mean, it looks like somebody's got the beat on him and they're going to get a sack, and it's a little pirouette, and he's out in he's out in space, and yeah. all of a sudden stuff happens. He's big. I mean, he's got good size. He's not a little guy. I mean, he's a powerful guy. He can run. He, he's athletic, and he's tough. You know, and uh, that's a good combination. And then you also sit there and you watch that big back and you're saying, we want to let him have a chance to pound a little bit and wear on people. That, that, that wears on people. So, I mean, at least we've got some weapons, right? We're talking about a bunch of different guys. That's a good thing. Absolutely. Beats the heck out of the alternative. Right. On the other <laughs> side, defensively, your, your defensive backs have been terrific all year. Passing efficiency, top ten in the country. Interceptions tied for first in the ACC with Miami. Uh, Lucas Dennis and company. But they're facing Ryan Finley this week, who's thrown three interceptions all year. Right. Why is he so effective? He's a smart veteran guy who's really comfortable in what he's doing. They've got really sure-handed receivers, and he's playing his best football. I mean, again, you know, 
the quarterback is playing at a much higher level this year, and it shows on their team. You know, you, you, that guy is so critically important, and he's so important to them, and he's doing a heck of a job. Do you expect a lot of misdirection from them this week? Jalen Samuels, a guy we haven't mentioned, I think one of the one of the top players in the ACC, no doubt, one of the top players in the country. He does so many different things. Right. It's going to be a concern, right? Yeah, I mean, they're going to run jets like we do. They're going to run some read zones. They're going to run some straight handoffs to the tailback. I mean, they're not that far much different than we are, really, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, they're going to have some a bunch of uh, play-action, short-control passing game, you know, and that's what they do best. Now, the quarterback, <clears throat> back to him just for a moment. You're talking about we watched, had a chance to watch the game Saturday. You're talking about him, Boise State transfer, plays with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Guy's got a, something to prove. That's uh, that, that's always dangerous when you guy with a guy who's got skill to match that that edge. Yeah, I mean when you watch him play, he's got a, an air of confidence about him. And uh, again, I say that's you know part of the secret to their success right now, and a uh, huge part. So um, he's uh, he's got a good look about him. Now they're very similar. We're talking about the little the, this deep into the season, he can begin to draw some conclusions. You get. Boston College has got tremendous numbers, sacks against, giveaway, takeaway ratio, penalties against. I mean, these are things that you don't pay attention to them unless they're the, the other way. Right. Uh, and it probably has a lot to do with contributing to the success the teams enjoyed here this last couple of weeks. They look a little bit like that. They're disciplined. They're, they don't have a lot of penalties. They don't have a lot of turnovers. So that's a, that's a, a good comp between you and North Carolina State. It's been, you know, we've played him now, and, and this is my fifth year. And, uh, you know, uh, so we've had four contests against them, and they've all been very evenly matched games, you know. They really, uh, m well, most of them. I, I think that one year in 15 it wasn't. But, you know, my first two years we were able to, you know, beat them home and away. And then last year we were able to beat them down at their place. But they've all been very, very close games. And they turned it around, and penalties last year killed them. They were 104th in the country in penalties. And one thing about that goes kind of unsung as well, and not in your eyes, but they're, they're a veteran team. 22 yeah. seniors returned this year, 11 of them starters. Right. So that's a very good base for Dave Doran to build with. This is his best. He's playing with fourth, fifth-year team and a veteran quarterback. Here it is. They got it right now. They're, at, they're, right. they're, they're, they're right there with that. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're, they're at that point where they can elevate. I think that's the difference between our two teams. You know, ours is ours is, 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 is a pretty young football team right now. They're a pretty veteran football team. And uh, I would say that would, that would be the that would be the difference. Our, our skilled players are all, you know, looking down the barrel three more years to play. And, you know, they're they're at the end. So, you know, all right, coach, as we tidy up the package here towards the end of the show, the keys to the game are brought to you by the all new McGovern Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram now owned by BC alum Matt McGovern. They have a great selection of over 400 cars to choose from, 777 Washington Street in Newton or at McGovernJeep.com. The Cronin and Adazio cars of choice. What do you got for us here to pull out another win, win number four in a row? You know, I think we've got to really be aggressive uh, in this game, and uh, we've got to take the fight to them, and uh, that's what we'll do. Um, obviously, we need to run the football. I mean, I don't I – mean, listen – win games with great defense and the ability to run the ball but we're going to have to be able to strike down the field and create explosives you're not going to win this game without scoring a few points here now so uh, because they're going to they're going to score and, uh, so that the, the key to this game is uh, um, staying on the field converting third downs keeping that d-line on the field and scoring touchdowns and senior day what are these what does this senior class mean to you 
Yeah, I mean, it's not a very big one right now. There's only small, but you saw two of them here tonight, Thad Smith and uh, Ty Swab, two of the very best guys like those two guys, Charlie Cowan and uh, Cam Moore, I mean, those are great guys that we're going to miss, and they've done a lot of things here to really bring our program back, and, and, and so we're very grateful to them. It's been a terrific run, Coach. Keep it going. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. Really excited about it. We are looking forward to it. BC and NC State at the Heights on Saturday. You ready to go, Cronin? Not yet. Saturday at noon, however, I'll be throwing the fastball. <laughs> of course you It'll will. look more like a changeup, but it'll That's be my right. fastball. That's all right. That's all right. You served Justin Verlander well in the World Series. Also, Friday night, BC and Maine as they tip off the basketball season at the Heights. The Eagles and the Black Bears. That game at 7.15 of the BC IMG Sports Network. Until then, I'm John Mita Perel for the coach Steve Adazio and Pete Cronin, producer Steve Chachachio. Special thanks to Jason Baum and Reggie Terry and Thad Smith and Ty Schwab. Good night, everybody, from Jake and Joe's. We'll catch you on Saturday at BC. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light, just like you can always count on Tailgate. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.